Chronicle with myself, Nazare. And myself, Rebecca. And we have a special guest! Special guest, would you like to introduce yourself to the people? Hello. Nathan, what do you need? Alright, so do you want to introduce yourself to the people? Your name, your age, your star sign? My name's Nathan, I'm 26. <laughs> and who's, which one is your baby? The one. <laughs> which, there's two of them, there's two. Sophia. Okay, I think that's the most we're going to get out from him. So if you haven't already guessed, he's my significant other, not Naz's, and he should be here momentarily, we hope. What I'm going to do is I'm going to disappear with the baby <laughs> to calm her down. Whatever questions you want to ask now, so you take the reins and I'll ask. First question is fatherhood anything that you expected? I didn't have many expectations, so it's okay. So you came into it blindsight? Yeah, but I knew I would be able to manage it. I mean, that's not strictly true, Nathaniel, because we're the last in your friend group to have a baby. So I think. So you had practice? Not that you had practice, <laughs> but he's had three other of his friends yeah. that have had babies before we did. Yeah. So you were expecting something. Don't be coy. <laughs> this is a podcast. Podcast yeah, is all about um... talk, listening to people talk. So you can't sit there and, you know, not say anything. You actually have to speak. Yeah, I'm saying it. Yeah, no, go on. Yeah, I didn't have many expectations, so it wasn't as... I wouldn't say it was hard and it wasn't easy, it was just get on with it. Alright, fair enough. Is there any moment now that you think, oh what, this is a bit harder than I, you know, that I anticipated? No, not particularly. I wouldn't even mind having another one. Ah, it's yeah. a, he it's says that official. because I do the lion's share of the work. That's why that's coming into play. Not true, not it true. <laughs> not true. Are you really going to throw me under the bus of all people? No, you're throwing him under the bus. Not true, not true. Do you hear that, guys? He wants another one. I'm here for it. The bu- oh, that's a good question. Okay, so how was the labour experience? What was you thinking the whole time? How long was the labour experience? Um, it Quite was a few from, it hours. Was, it was long, from like two till ten. I will take that one instead. <laughs> Go yeah, on. it was a long process. Um, the only thing I was surprised of how long it takes the baby to actually come out. I thought it would have been quicker than that. The movie, see what movies does. <laughs> but um, apart from that, it was an okay experience. Do you want to tell the good. people how you annoyed me? Um, what do yeah. you mean? Basically, let everything go through one ear and come out the next. That's how I'm going to get through. <laughs> what does that have to do with you annoying me? Listen, him and my mum were just like, you're not getting an epidural. No. You said no. Blah, 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 I agree, blah. I agree with them. At one point, I had to hit Nathaniel because he was pissing me off. I don't know what it was that he was doing. It was when I was pushing. And he must have said something to me, so I had to just hit him because <laughs> the words wouldn't come up. <laughs> I agree with them stopping her from having a pejorative because before we went in, me and Ibiza, we had a code. We like I said to him, no matter how much pain I'm in, and I'm saying, give me a pejorative, give me a pejorative, don't let me have it at all. So do you guys have the same thing? Yeah. Well, there you go. He was doing his job. But. <laughs> What's the problem? Did I know how much pain I was going to be in that. But he was doing, that's what I said to Ibiza. I said, no matter how much pain I was going through, do not let me do it. Well, then if you were doing your job. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> she doesn't see it like that, though. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> you would have praised him after if he didn't have a pajora. No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't? <laughs> no. Oh, no, stop it. I don't think I would. If I didn't have a C-section and Ebenezer stopped me, I would have praised him for stopping me. Because I didn't want I didn't want one at all. And I knew I was capable of not having one. See? That made you think, didn't it? No. <laughs> no. I couldn't have delivered to you without having an epidural. I, I honestly think that. Really? Yeah. Nathan, quick question. Mm-hmm. When Sophia came out, was all the shouting worth it? <laughs> there wasn't even that much shouting. It was a lot. Mm-mm. So tell us from your point of view, because the audience have heard from my point of view how the birthing was, but they haven't heard from yours. That you're an objective partner. I was the one lying on the bed and in pain, etc., etc. So just talk us through your thoughts, your feelings, your expectations. Um, we got to the hospital. The nurses told us that oh um you're more dilated i can't remember how many centimeters it was at the time yeah four centimeters that's when the labor start to count so then yeah we went upstairs to the room and i was thinking okay the baby's coming today then (laughs) and then i got myself a bit sacked up thinking the baby's coming soon and then i realized the process is a lot longer so you think it's gonna come the next minute not minutes but within an hour and then after a couple of hours passed, I was just sort of getting bored. <laughs> so I was just sitting around. And then when the nurses was like, okay, yeah, if the baby doesn't come by this time, then we'll have to take it a step further. And then she started coming. I don't remember that. And then, um, yeah, like, she came within 45 minutes of that. All right. She's crying. It was a good experience. Oh, people. And... Yeah, that was it. She was here. Was you calm the whole way through? Yeah. Alright, good. Was he? Well done. That's not bad. Hearing it from their side, how simple does that sound to you? I think it's I think men have a habit of oversimplifying things. Because we were in the labour is can you hear me? Is the sound going up and down? A little bit, yeah. Because like, we were in the room for hours and I just remembered not being able to feel comfortable and I was crying because I didn't know what I wanted. I tried the, the medicine ball, I tried sitting on my back, I tried every every position I tried was uncomfortable. And I remember Nathaniel asking me, Rebecca, what do you want? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I want. <laughs> How do you feel when they were putting the kangalus? What's that? The thing, thing for them to pee. pee. <laughs> I don't even think I was looking. I <laughs> How, what about when they were doing, giving her a pejorative? Was you holding her still? No, no he wasn't I in the room. Why? So, um, they had to get, because it's like a procedure, so they had to get the anesthesiologist in and to keep it all nice and hygiene and clean. So yeah. basically everyone except the hygi- the anesthesiologist and the midwife would had to leave the room. So you did have a C-section. Was, was Ebenezer in scrubs already? By that time no because i had it way before my c-section time they had to get me i think i had it for like an hour no i should have it for way longer than an hour before the time and ebenezer well ebenezer was the only one who's in the room anyways and he had to hold me still because at this point my labor was going crazy and i was getting irritated i was getting agitated i was keeping moving and um the way he described the needle <laughs> it was a big needle i it was a like big, it was a big needle. it was a big needle i felt it on my back though 
I felt so when I put it in, I actually felt the because they put something between your spine. Mm. I felt that one. I think I was I was still contracting. No, like you need to stay still, which was really hard while I was contracting. Yeah. I I don't think I don't remember feeling the needle or anything. Yeah, because one move and that'll be it, you know. Mm. Nathan's experience is quite simple though. I wanted to know more, like how was it? How was it? How's fatherhood has changed him? Or that's a good question. Yeah. Mm. How's it changed me? Mm. I just think more long term. Um, Are you more patient, Nathaniel? I don't know. Small, <laughs> small. Is Nathan impatient? Yes, very really? much so. I can vouch. Nathan doesn't look I like that. You've so. gotten better. Nathan doesn't look like he's impatient though. Really? Very much so. Oh. But he has gotten better. His patience has got. His patience has gotten better. Okay. Go on, Nathan. Sorry, we interrupted you. I don't know. Time, I think if we change more in time, we start speaking and we communicate more. Mm, fair enough. I thought sometimes, you know, some men said it make them feel more, they become more selfless than if anything. Have you become more softer? Not really. Finally, it's time to be honest. Have you become more softer? <laughs> I don't think so. I think you have. You have a little girl, you have to be a little more softer. Not really. I wanted to grow up with tough love. People say that, but with a little girl, really? Yeah. Would you not think more you you make your little boy be more more tough than your little girl would? Because there's certain ways to get through girls than to get through boys. Yeah, but I think tough love is a good way to a certain extent. Obviously, I'll spray that a little bit, but we'll see what happens. Are you two parenting style the same? So Nathaniel is under the impression that between us, he, I'm the one that spoils the fire and he doesn't. Okay. Let me finish. And he doesn't spoil her at all. But yes, I spoil the fire. And yes, when she cries for me, I, I cave in. When she, does that, when she does that little squished up face, I always cave in. But Nathaniel spoils her too. He doesn't see when he spoils her, so it's just like, yeah, it's just Rebecca. But you definitely do spoil Sophia, a hundred percent. You do. It's not a bad thing, it's but not a bad thing. Dad, in my relationship, it's a different way. If you spoils Ayana so much, and I'm the, I'm the you seen it? I'm more tough on Ellie than than he is. There's always there's always gonna be like that, anyways. There's always a good cop and bad cop. Because I remember growing up, my mum to me was a good cop. And my dad was a bad cop. But my sister, she would say the other way around. She said my dad is more soft to her than my mum was. So it's alright, it's not a bad thing. I think you're always hardest with your first child, so we'll see. <laughs> you're either too hard or too soft with your first child. Really? Yeah. I say harder. You are. But you you have more expectation. You're the first born, so speak from your experiences. Was your parent harder on you, on you then? Obviously. What? Every first child knows that. Yeah, I even got, I got blamed for as, everything Stephanie does. Even as something as far as don't go to the highest step on a ladder or something like that, and then when the little one does it, they go all the way. Mm. It's just the first time parents are dealing with something, it's so true. they're more cautious. It's true. You're the test dummy, basically. Yep. <laughs> I even found it that my mom will tell me off for Stephanie's doing. Yep. And then, cause me and Stephanie have two years apart. 
So Stephanie will get in trouble and then they'll call me, you say your sister done this because of you. I'm like, I wasn't even there. <laughs> What's that going to do with me? You know what? I'm a middle child and I always, even to this day, got told off for my little brother's behavior as well. Like, oh, he's this way because he learned it from you. I was yeah. like, okay, then, so where did I learn it from? Yeah. But ain't nobody pointing the finger at my older brother or somebody else. I learned it off my own accord, but my little brother so happened to learn it from me, which I found really frustrating. But, I mean, I don't know what it's like being the older child, but being the middle child ain't so hot. It really is not hot at all. I hate it. It's the worst. <laughs> That's why I don't want three. I don't want three. I don't want to burden one of them as be the middle child. It's awful. Like, did, did you ever watch Eight Simple Rules? Yeah, so you know how Kerry's the middle child. Yeah, I I, I felt a big kinship with Kerry because it, so it really is like that in real life. It's so weird in Ebenezer's family because he's the middle child, but he's the favourite child. I don't know how that works. Because he got his younger brother and him and his sister, and he's the middle one, and he's every, he's his mum's favorite. We all seen it that he is one. He was saying he's like I'm mum's favorite. So what? <laughs> a question that I would like to ask Nathaniel. Uh-oh. As you have a daughter, what is your big? What is what are your top three fears for the future for? Either you as a fa- as a father to a daughter, or Sophia growing up, what she'll be like, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What are your top three fears going forward when she gets older? What society will be like? <laughs> yeah. In, In terms of, it's a big one. In terms of the funky eats out here, man, they ain't got no head. <laughs> they just follow. Which I hope she ain't gonna be a follower. I'm gonna train her to be a leader anyway. Yes. Um. That's one fear. My fears will be smaller because of who I'm going to raise her to be in it and around her uncles and that. Mm. So I'm not really worried about where it's too tough. Oh, she's got so many uncles. Because I'm going to show her how to deal with them little boys who think they got game. Um, And how are we going to do that, Nathaniel, which I keep telling you over and over again? Yeah, that's cool. Don't worry. We got that pattern. How are we going to do that? Huh? How are we going to do that, guys? You're just going to teach her that they're nonsense, kid. Or what would be better is that you teach her how she's supposed to be treated by men. Because as they always say, the father is your daughter's first love. So if if Sophia grows up with her dad opening doors for her and, you know, pulling out chairs for her and taking her on dates and treating her like the woman or the young queen that she is, then whatever guy that she meets if they don't treat her that way she she's not she going to be interested right. yeah so that's one of the ways that you can show her how to like you know filter out the riffraff or the waste man or the trash bags or whatever whatever phrase you want to use all of them. <laughs> all of them. and number three number three mm, i don't really have a third one i would say it's just those two so to be a leader and voice yeah it's very important that he's saying that because raising a little girl in this society is a, a whole different ball game and um if we don't show our kids you know this is how you're supposed to respect yourself this is what you should not and shouldn't accept they're gonna they're, they're gonna get eaten out there because this world's just changing every day especially with the rise of social media that's God. one of my fears is that um 
Like, I know it's because I'm a school teacher, as I keep saying every single episode, I'm probably sure you're sick of hearing it. But, um, yeah, I see the, from a teacher's perspective, I see the effects of social media of, of the, like, the, what's it called? Monkey? Musically? Yellow? Not, it's not just the, it, exactly, it's not just the Instagrams, the Twitter, the Facebooks and the snapchat this it's my point exactly there's so many other social medias and i've seen the effects of it and i see what these children are exposed to and for those of you listening i'm sure everyone has heard of bat chat if you haven't it's a youtube debate or it's a bit it's a debate it's like an urban debate show on youtube yeah so a lot of the topics and what they speak about is targeted to the older audiences when i say older audiences i mean 18 plus but then i have when it i think let's say it drops on wednesday on the thursday i have my 13 year old students talking about bat chat yeah my 13 year old sister talking about it too so that's one of my biggest fears is that she because of the day and age that we're in now that she'll be overexposed to all this hyper sexualized um images and she'll just be so desensitized to it and exposed to too much too young so that's one of my biggest fears going forward and it's hard as a parent to like obviously you can monitor it and you can try and reduce how much they're looking at but to to a very small extent because they can look in their friends phones and all of that sort of stuff and i don't want to be one of those helicopter parents i do (laughs) and i don't mind (laughs) i I don't because i want her to be able to converse with me and talk to me about things that's true okay so this is one thing i was saying to nathaniel which i think it would be really interesting to bring up is i was saying to him long before Long before Sophia was born, I said, if we have a boy, then I will talk to the boy about sex. And if we have the girl, then he will talk to the girl about sex. So, Nathaniel, now that we have a daughter... Thank you. I don't agree with that. Why not? Because... No, I'm not talking about the birds and the bees and where sex comes from. I'm talking more about sex and relationships. So So, it would be more beneficial for Sophia to hear about relationships with men from her dad and it would be more beneficial if she was a boy to hear about relationships and women from her mum there's a problem with that though do you think yeah because Sophia will be will be able to relate more talking to you than with Nathan no but let's be honest when she's going through all of those changes and everything she's going to be a teenager teenagers teenage girls go for a phase where they hate their mum so it might apart from me you know I actually haven't gone through a phase where I hate my mum. You know how I feel about my mum already. <laughs> I haven't gone through that phase yet. I think my sister's going through it right now, my 14-year-old sister. I remember you said. Yep. <laughs> Stephanie went through it. I haven't. I don't I don't know if it's coming. <laughs> I've always been the kid that's obsessed with my mum. My mum will walk out and I will be holding by her legs and not let her go anywhere. So I don't know. So yeah, how do you feel about the upcoming um, sex relationship talk with your teenage daughter? I will give her a piece and a piece and a piece and a piece. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> you don't give her a piece and a piece and a piece. Exactly. What it will be mean? like a cake. She'll get a slice. She won't. She will know it before she even knows she knows it. Like, do you know that? Do you guys watch Black- Blackish? Have yeah. you ever seen the episode where? Um, Oh, when the dad talks to Junior about sex, oh, no. and then he, he goes into the room. No, and he, he's asking all these questions, and he gets all flustered. So he goes to the room, and then he gets topless, and it was just like the most awkward thing to watch. But it was also hilarious in a way. 
And then, but then this is what he was saying. He would give us slice and slice and slice because on that one, he wanted to know way too much that was appropriate for his age. Do you see? But I think it would be good for them to know, even if it's not appropriate, because otherwise they're going to go to the They'll go online and their friends to find out. But my thing is, yeah. So Nathan, are you gonna wait until she asks you about birds and the bees, or are you gonna tell her before she, before she asks you about birds and the bees? Uh, I'll tell her when I think it's appropriate. But when's when, appropriate? When's I knew appropriate? about it when I was five. Oh, oh no. Because that's when my mum had my little brother, okay. so she told me about how, where babies come came from when I was a baby. Like, she um, never lied to me. Oh yeah, no, mine did. Mine did big time. They told me that my dad has a seed and put it in my mum's belly, that's it. That's not necessarily wrong. Well, hold on a minute. I'm thinking my dad's holding a seed and shove it in my mum's belly. Yeah. I, I think, what's that, what age? How old was I? Because was when, when Stephanie was born, I was two. I think about four or five, and I was like, how did Stephanie get here? Who did it? My mum tried to lie to me. My mum said, Jesus, I mean, God, send it down. I was like, okay, mum. <laughs> and then my dad said to me, yeah, no, I got a seed and I put it in your mum's belly and the baby grew in the mum's belly and that's it. But you see, with that, I remember my nephew was telling me when he was told that it, <laughs> the amount of misconceptions is like, yeah, he gives the seed to my mum and then my mum has an egg and then you plant the egg and then it grows into a baby. Like, it just has so much misconceptions. I think it's just easier to just dumb it down but be completely straightforward with them. So I went to bed with your mother and the baby come along? No, just like when a man and a woman love each other, they make a baby. And that baby is put in the mummy's belly. Done. Dusted. No, you're not lying. So and so you've you dumbed like, it down. You said to me as a kid, I'll have way too many questions. What? Then you answer them away. <laughs> answer away. My, see, my mom didn't... With with my sister, Fatima, you couldn't dumb it down for her. You couldn't. One, she was told way later than we were. I think she was like 12 or something. So my mom just told her about the bees. and I mean, the, sorry, the birds and the bees. And she was just like, yeah, no... Mum has, a, a, you know, you have ovaries and stuff, and then the man comes and plants it. Da 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 da. And Fam was like, "We've got spam." I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine me and Stephanie's shocked face. We were like, "What did she say?" <laughs> but obviously, because in school they taught her this stuff. Yeah. I was that kid in school that you have to give, you got a permission letter to take to your parents so you can learn about sex ed. Was it a Catholic school? No, no. Mm. I was that one kid that did not was not allowed to learn about sex. I'll be the one kid on another room but everyone else is just enjoying it, just laughing along. Seriously, my parents my parents were not having it. That's so funny. Again, because I'm the first child, I'm the experiment child. I can I'm just going from like again from me being a teacher, you do a lot more harm than good because what they'll do is they'll come in and, and then they'll ask you <laughs> and as a science teacher they all they always ask me those kind of questions and it's like I'm skating on along the line of what is appropriate for me to answer and what isn't appropriate for me to answer. But yeah, how would you, f like what age, Nathaniel, would you be okay with Sophia making us grandparents? Making us grandparents? Yeah. Oh, wow. Over 25. Why? Did you have that over 25? Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. I can't say the same. <laughs> Only solely because I would tell her to travel and stuff first. You want to do what? I would tell her to travel and find her independence first. But what about if Sapphire come to you? I've seen all I can see out there. All I want now is a child. Then it's her life. It just depends on 
on her I'll sit down and talk through her plan and if she thinks it works out then it's her life does marriage or anything like that have to be in place possibly really but longevity because we're not married yeah there needs to just be a form of longevity and sustainability in her relationship yeah, but she can't come wastely just like oh, I just want to have a baby with no one yeah it's like I don't want to be a hypocrite but at the same time I definitely want better for my daughter than that's what I have but it's, it's really that like that line is very it's very Spin. easy to cross it but um yeah I think I don't know like I thought I was doing good because I had fee a year like if my mom when my mom was my age she she had me at 26 and I was the second child so for me having my first child at 25 I thought I was doing good but she wasn't too happy to find out that I was pregnant my, my parents wasn't too happy to find out I was pregnant, but because I've been with Misa for centuries and um, they, my parents are a bit more, because they know I got my head screwed on, so they're a bit more lenient on me. If, if it was Stephanie on the other side, they would have flipped. It would have been a different treatment. It's just because my sister's a bit more, my sister's carefree. She doesn't care about anything. She's, and I'm, I'm a bit more, you know, nope. I was told to do this and I must do it. I told her to graduate and I must do it. I told her to, you know, do something with my life and I must do it. And um, they knew that if I, when I got pregnant, they knew that I knew it wasn't the right time. Not that it wasn't the right time, but they knew that I didn't plan it. And then, so it made it easier for them to chew, kind of. My dad, it's a different story. <laughs> I'm talking about my mom over here. <laughs> my dad didn't talk to me. My dad, no, my dad didn't talk to me. My dad was, um, he went with me for at least two months. Two months? Yeah, my dad didn't talk to me at all. That's so bad. No, nah, he didn't. He was just like, you... No, nah, yeah. two months. He's like, you, you, knew, you knew better. And you knew what we want for you. Do you understand? And then, but is the, the thing is, yeah, I was like to my dad, you know, you know me and Ebenezer have, have a good relationship. You know that, you know, marriage is the next step for us anyways. He goes, so why don't you just wait for that marriage to come? That's another question. <laughs> I was like, dad, uh... Yeah, you know, it's done now. What can you do? That's the only thing that made him okay because he's like, it's done. What else can you do? And stuff and stuff like that. Straight afterwards, I think it needs to start having like the marriage conversation with my dad as well. No, before I got pregnant, he was he was really talking about it already. And then straight after that, he started to get serious and everything about it. And then um, I remember when he went to ask my dad for my hand in marriage and stuff like that. But I was just like, it's been a long time coming. You know, I wasn't happy that she got pregnant and stuff like that. But you know, you just need to get on with it now and just do it. And then that was that. My dad wasn't. My dad wasn't happy because my my dad thing was, your mom did it. Why are you doing it? You should you should do better than your mom did. That's the reason why my dad got really pissed off. My mom had me at seventeen. Really my mom had me at seventeen, mm. and then that. That's not too young though. That's too young. I mean, to be honest. My dad was twenty one. My dad, my mom was seventeen. To be honest with you, and I like the amount of people that I know that have had children that are seventeen in not in our generation, but you know in our parents' generation. Yeah. All of them that have said, oh, yeah, I had my child really young, they they have done something amazing with their lives. It's not just like, okay, I had a child this young and it ruined yeah, my life. Course. I think with our generation and generation underneath us, it's a completely different story altogether mm-hmm. because I think the, the maturity level isn't quite there. Yeah. It's like, um, one of the people that, she's like a consultant with Pixar. If teachers are listening to this, you know what I'm talking about. But she was a consultant with my school. And um, she was telling me she had a child at 14. And if you see where she is now, you wouldn't have believed it. But then when you see what her daughter looks like, they look like sisters. They do not look like mother and daughter. Mm. My, dad's, my, dad, my dad's point was, 
we working so hard you get everything that we didn't get you come out the better than we did so you're product of what we worked so hard about oh thank god so so um so for me to come to my dad and be like you know dad i'm having a baby and stuff like that um my dad always been the realest guy to me ever i can't ask my dad i'm, I'm like dad why do you have so many women he'll be like sometimes i like fish sometimes i like chicken sometimes i like steak same thing with my women my dad give me the realest when it comes to women i swear to you i'm like dad why can't you just stick to one one woman he will tell you exactly what it is he said, that women love me what can i do that's what my dad would say to me you know and he his point was you asked me all the questions you know the ropes of a man why didn't you do the same thing i'm like but i know the ropes of a man and i have one man and i've been with him for how long do you know what i mean i said so it's not like i don't know the ropes of a man it's like is, is it's not every man is the same he always said that to me he said it's not every man is the same he goes really truly if i find one woman that i really want to change for i will change for and then i and i used to say you know why is that not mum? he's like i've been with your mom since since she was 13 and i was much older than your mom yeah and then he was just like because she allowed me to do certain things and still take me back he goes i carried on do it until she had enough and kicked my ass out That's exactly what he said to me my dad's dad he from his first missus and the missus that he was with when he passed was the same woman but yet he had like 22 plus children yeah so so many he had so many children out of that relate out of that marriage and um my grandmother isn't that woman mm. so he has so many relationships with so many people like i have probably un uncles and aunties out there that i'm related to that i either a will never meet or b will never know that i'm related to because he had 22 plus and i think with her there was only four i think he only had four children with her so four of the 22 was in the marriage yeah, he was a gallus. <laughs> <laughs> so is my my only have six though. <laughs> so we we doing all right. <laughs> he has he has all girls and one boy, so he's doing all right. I could say with my when my mum found out, she wasn't too happy, but I think it was more of a it she it more it came from a place of you just got into teaching and you're planning on teaching abroad. So what are you doing? Yeah. But in in retrospect, having having Sophia at the beginning of my teaching career is probably one of the best things I can do because taking a year maternity, my pay difference isn't that drastic. Like if I waited until I was four or five years in and I've worked my way all the way up the pay scale and then I take a year maternity leave, that change in salary is gonna be so big that I couldn't take the year. So in hindsight, it is better for me to, to have had fee at the beginning of my career rather than, you know, work my way up to, let's say, head of key stage three and then want to go to head of science and then boom you'll have a baby and then that holds that that's on hold so I'd, i am quite glad that i've done it at the beginning that's a sign that you have another one now <laughs> <laughs> is that true though that's what i'm getting out of that what are you getting out of that um, my dad on the other hand i didn't really tell him i was pregnant until i was like eight eight or nine months in for my own reasons I'd... oh no i told my dad after ellie came i didn't tell my dad i was pregnant Okay. No, I think my dad was fishing around. I think he probably knew from you know other people that couldn't keep their mouth shut nah. because nobody knew. My whole family, no, none of my family members knew though, because I wasn't out there like in the family parties or anything like that. My dad only found he found out actually by accident because I didn't tell him either. I think that's what pissed him off even more that he heard it at, at a bar. So yeah, so he was just like he called me. He was like, I heard something way way too funny today. Are you? Do you do you have a baby? Are you pregnant? What's going on? I was like, ah, oh, well, Dad. <laughs> I was gonna tell you, but I was not gonna. I was gonna tell you later on. At this time, Eliana was already six weeks. That's it.
what can I do? Because I wasn't ready to tell him. That's mm. what the problem is. Because I knew, that's, that's I knew what his reaction was going to be, and I wasn't ready to hear it. To be honest with you, mm. I knew he was going to be the one that's disappointed. Because my mom wasn't, so I knew he was going to give it to me and be like, "I'm disappointed in you. You should know better." Da, 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 da. I, was, I didn't want to hear it. I knew that my dad wouldn't have been like disappointed. I think he would have been overexcited. And we have such an estranged, estranged relationship where if I told him that I was pregnant early, he would have felt so entitled and you know want to come to the hospital visits and like mm. pop up unannounced all the time so to avoid all of that i just told him a lot later than i should have and then i reluctantly told him because i started to show and i'm sure he knew because he i'd bump into him on the high street and he'll be like oh um you look like you you've deceived and keep in mind it's winter time and i'm i'm nowhere near showing yet and i'm in a big puffy jacket i'm just like where has he got this from so he must have heard but i just denied i denied 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 until i was ready to tell him like nope i don't know what you're talking about i'm not pregnant and then when i was ready to tell him i thought i was pregnant he was like oh yeah congratulations on you too and then told him that is and, joke you lied to him until you're ready yeah denied 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 i would be like yes dad yes it happened no it was too early yeah, it was too early because then he'd be buzzing off my line ah uh, when's your next hospital visit and then I, I can see it now when Sophia was born he'd come up to the hospital unannounced and again our relationship is better now yeah but at the time it was so strange like really really strange even now it's still it's still um developing but yeah Nat you can tell Nathan, us what was your parents like yeah my mum was cool um, was she really yeah I was really worried about him telling his mum what I don't know, I was just really worried. Really? Well, she was just like, oh, congratulations. Yeah. And my dad, I got a different relationship with him as well, but yeah, he was alright with it. He's a little bit shocked at first, and then he's alright with it. Shocked? Okay. You lot parents are nice. That's strange. We are, we are older than you, though. You are. In a, a little bit, but... Yeah, you And you remember... <laughs> I haven't told you the biggest joke. I was graduating, I had a baby in my belly and I didn't even know. I did. I was graduating I with did. a baby in my belly, but I knew. I didn't know. And I was, and it was I was like a nice little secret. I was I'm pregnant. But then there was someone else. Nathaniel, you remember this. There was someone, there was another woman who, she was probably about seven, eight months pregnant. But she she was wearing the most, okay, first of all, pregnant or not pregnant, for graduation, the dress that she was wearing was quite inappropriate. Like the cleavage was ridiculous. And then because of her bump, I think the length got shorter. So she's walking across the stage with half her boobs out, her big belly. And then it like, that you could almost see, if you were at, at a right angle, you probably could have looked up her dress. It, it, it was really bad. Oh. My mum roasted her for a while. <laughs> my mum was, I told my mum I wanted to stay quiet. I, we went to, I came back from the hospital and then she, I was I was trying to do her hair or something and I, and I was like, oh yeah, mum. Oh yeah. No, I said it, I said it so casually. I was like, oh yeah, mum. Yeah, I'm pregnant, you know. <laughs> That's literally how I said it. She was like, what? And she just stayed quiet. And she was like, well, it's done now. <laughs> She goes, what can we do about it? Is that now? <laughs> That's literally it. Mine was just, I sat, so I sat down, right? I was, my brother, my brother actually taught me and he's like, oh, you, you know you need to tell mom. Fine. You so, your brother before your, your mom? Yeah, my older brother. Mm. So I was like, okay, fine. So I drove all the way from Essex to Northwest London. And then, because I was with... Oh, 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 sorry. 
Yeah, so yeah, I drove all the way and then I just sat on my mum's bed. I was like, oh, like, I didn't know how else to drop it. So I was like, how would you feel if you would be a grand grandmom again? And she goes, what? Is is your brother having another baby? I go, no, mum. Me. Oh, like, why would I be sitting here telling you about my brother's, my brother's business? And then she was just like, what annoyed me is she gave me a hard time at first. She was yeah. like, oh, you just got into teaching. What, you going to teach abroad? What's happening now? Blah, 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 blah. And then after a while, she warmed up to it. And then Nathaniel comes and Nathaniel gets a hug and congratulations. And I'm just looking at my mum like... Were you in the like, house when she was telling you? No, 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 he oh. wasn't. But when she saw him, oh, yeah. she hugged him and was like, oh, congratulations. And I'm standing there like, where's my hug? <laughs> and where's my grand congratulations? A whole, what, two years on, I'm still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got... Tri- my mom treated Lisa better than yeah. me when I was pregnant. I'm telling you. He'll come to the house. What do you want anything to eat today, Lisa? Do you want are you alright? I'm like, hello? I'm the one who's pregnant. Three, two, I'm one, pregnant. action. Are we, wait, are, first we of all, are we directing it? What? All, do you know what, right? Nathan didn't even wait for us to sign out. He just yeah, stopped he the just whole thing. Stop the whole thing. Well, I'm not I'm not supposed to sign out and say he's goodbye like, and thank you for listening and all that jazz just cut it off and just letting me know. Anyway. So Nathaniel is moaning that we need to end it. So this is us <laughs> signing out properly. Rebecca's not being nice about it, guys. He, he was a good sport. He was a good sport. I'm right. so proud of you. Thank you. But because of the same thing about Amnesia, so you No, know, don't worry. He, he's, his one will be the next ep. We'll do it in two, two parts. Yeah. I mean, granted, you didn't really say much, but you did talk. <laughs> I think it was the two of them, it would have been so much better. Nothing. I think so. If we don't keep this one, it would be open to like, uh, Wait, with two of you, with the two of you. Edit this one good. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> with the two of you there this time. No, you can just edit it out. This time we'll come to you guys. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Okay. Nathan, please. If, we'll see, we'll if, see. If I say to Amiza, then we'll come to you guys. Right? Would you be open to them? What was that? Well, I'm pushing it. <laughs> We'll see, we'll see. <laughs> well, if you guys are still here, thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah. We have had a blast recording this. I'm not sure about Nathaniel because he just seems so nonchalant the whole time. But thank you for listening. I have been Rebecca. And I'm Nazare. Nathan. <laughs> and you've been listening to the new Mama Chronicles podcast. If you have any questions, queries, or concerns, our email address is in the bio. It's an, an oh my gosh, what is it? <laughs> it's nchronicles at mail.com. And don't forget to subscribe, like, and all that jazz. You know what the YouTubers say. Until next Thursday after next. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have our breastfeed on one for you soon. Yeah. And the next episode we should have Ebenezer. So yes. awesome. look forward to that. Bye guys. <laughs>